Along with antimatter and dark matter, we've recently discovered the existence of doesn't matter, which appears to have no effect on the universe whatsoever. Welcome to I Hate Everyone Equally, where it's the final episode of season one. I'm Corey. And I'm Lindsay, and today we're joined by the man, the myth, the legend, my dad, Gene Wood. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We know you're an avid listener to the podcast. so yeah. I'm all caught up, too. One That's of our biggest fans. Did you like the sports episode? Yes, I did. I it thought you would good. really like Scott. Yeah. I enjoy him. I a heard lot. a lot of people thought it was pretty insightful, actually. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I um, actually like the uh, the cooking one too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. That's uh, our friend Drew. I mean, obviously you listen, so you know. But yeah, he uh, insight from Drew, insight from a lot of people actually yeah. throughout the whole thing, like freshman experience, and we'll have a bonus episode where we reflect on all that kind of stuff. Um, but today we heard that you kind of w- got off to a, a, a rocky start. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky with the st- parking situation, and I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know where to tell you to go. Well, it's Indiana, so we have to close roads and make it even harder to navigate around places that are already hard to navigate around. So, you know, especially Purdue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't th- think it's unique to Purdue. I think it's well, we've had it's a statewide thing. <laughs> every other week here, there has been a road closed that is a major traffic area, uh-huh. and. That has caused a lot of back. Like we were literally walking in the street the other night, walking over to the gas station that's over here. Oh yeah, because it was closed. Yeah, because the whole road was closed, yeah. so we could just walk in the street. So it, it's it's not specific to Purdue, but it's definitely uh, something that we are facing. Well, I've never parked here by Kerry Quad. Yeah. But I've been up all the way through. I mean, when I come to football games, I go all over to Slater Hill, and right. that, that means going all the way up Martin Jiski. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's challenging, but it's not that bad. But, uh, yeah, today was interesting. (laughs) Well, you know, we bring you here because you are the kind of inspiration for the name of, and you can, do you want to tell the story from your perspective? Yeah, I don't know. Where were you, about 12? I have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. I think you were... Start them young. (laughs) In middle school or something, but... uh, and Lindsay sits right next to me at the at the uh, table when we eat, and I don't rem- really recall what the conversation was about. But she just piped up and said, "I hate everyone equally," and I'm like, "That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've I have trained her well. She is she is, yes." Yep. So that is the. I mean, we did talk about that in like one of the first episodes, but yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the origin of the name. Yep. And. Uh, you know, it's, the only reason too. I remember that is because he talks about it, not yeah. because I remember I said that. <laughs> Very on par, though. Well, I haven't always been cynical. I mean, when I was <laughs> yeah, your, me neither. <laughs> when I was when I was your age, you know, when I was in my early twenties or whatever, I was pretty pretty easygoing, laid yeah. back, but you know, optimistic. <laughs> Twenty six years of military service, it 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 does things to you and some of that is it kind of if you weren't ocd going in you're definitely ocd coming out right um because you just you know the farther along you go the more responsibility and the more you worry and the more you try to prepare and get yourself and get the people around you to be 
situationally aware and things like that. Right. But, uh, and it's annoying, like, because you could, like, look at anybody and be like, okay, there's definitely a better way to do this. And it just frustrates you because you're like... Well, I mean, there's always a better way to do something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you just, you know, and then, you know, just over time you become cynical. <laughs> right. Because it's <laughs> like... <laughs> you like yeah. kind of do the throw your hands up like whatever you know like <laughs> he does that when he drives yeah <laughs> like emily talks about that just when you're talking you'll just be exclaiming something and you're you'll have your thumbs on the wheel and you put your hands up like and mom does it too if we're honest but oh, okay. I, you just do this thing because you talk with your hands well and he's that, half italian that comes so. from my mother's side of the family yeah. <laughs> it all came from italy but <laughs> yes but yeah um something else we wanted to talk about with you here is uh so you are a member of the John Purdue Club. Yeah. Yes, I am. And you are a <laughs> to, so to be on that, theme for the whole yeah. podcast is we're here to complain about Purdue. Yeah. So, so final episode, <laughs> um, it's Purdue from a non-Purdue alumni. My dad did not go to Purdue. Mm. Um, he is a fan of Purdue because two of his three children go here. Uh, the third one would be going here, but she got into the Naval Academy. Hey, that's so. pretty cool, though. Yep. No, that's awesome. But you know, yeah. Shout out, Sarah. I don't know if she listens to all the episodes, but shout out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, two of the three go here, so you're forced to be a Purdue fan, and you're not forced to come to the football games, but me being in the band is definitely something that you have used to be like, oh, we should go to all the football games. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you can talk about being a spectator, being someone that tailgates, and being a member of the John Purdue Club. Uh, things you hate about it, things you like about it, but you know, we're a little It's not all here. negative. I mean... You can talk so, about the good things. I come here and tailgate with people I went to high school with, at least right. a couple of guys. They have been tailgating in the same spot on Stadium right there on Slater Hill for probably, well, not quite 40 years, but they've been there well over 30 years. Wow. Um, they used to be up on the sidewalk. And maybe if, if, you know, I don't know if you guys were going to school here yet, but the guy... One of the guys that, that is one of the organizers of this tailgate, he has a large grill that is custom made. It looks like the train. The Boilermaker Special. So it looks just like the Boilermaker Special. And anybody that would walk up and down stadium, they saw that. It was a really kind of a cool thing. It was in, um, But all the tailgaters are all my age or, or close in my age for the most part. And um, after COVID, when they... Came, well, actually, they were going to kick them off before COVID, but COVID stopped Derailed the 2020 that. season. Right. Um, but they, John Purdue Club kicked them off the sidewalk, kicked everybody off the sidewalk, and said it's not safe. Now, I don't know how many, you know, years people have been tailgating along that sidewalk. Right. Um, but all of a sudden, now it's not safe. So they kind of pushed every, pushed everybody back into not not the most great you know it's not a great area but it's it'll do so everybody's making do because can you see but, uh, the like it, if it, you were going to watch us do thrill on the hill could you watch it from where you tailgate or do you walk no, over we in just, the front but it's only about not even 100 yards for us to walk over okay. and see you guys so i mean you're you're right there um and it, it didn't really upset me that much but these guys who've been yeah Doing you know, and paying those dues and right. loyal alumni, and then all of a here, sudden, years and years and years. One of the people that used to tailgate with them, and I have I haven't seen her. I seen her the first couple of years was David Blaw's mother. Um, Who's that? He was a quarterback here. I did not oh, know really that. a few years ago. Um, before Aiden O'Connell, right? But 
so, you know, just saying that, I mean, it's like, but I guess they were equal opportunity throwing everybody off, not just right. the group I'm with. So that, that was, you know, that's a, and like I said, my friend Tim, who's an alumni, and, Have and I Tom, him? Uh, who is another alumni, uh, they would probably be able to give you more insight as to the whys and the who's right, and right. who did what to who. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you just kind of join in with them. So it's not like, yeah, yeah your yeah. whole life wasn't, well, not life, but your Purdue experience isn't ruined because of that but it is definitely something that is a problem but i would say it would not be fun to come to football games if you didn't have the tailgate experience mm -hmm. it's just and especially with all those people and, and um so i mean that is a positive thing it's it's there there's there is a really good atmosphere on, on Purdue's campus for football games yeah, I, think I would agree it's with crazy. that. It's crazy. And uh, no, because I think, everyone like pumps us up really like a yeah. lot well the uh -huh. band's a big part of it yeah, yeah. it's amazing how Thrill on the hill. It's the same people filling up the hill, right, right. watching every every week, and uh, and they are loyal, loyal fans, and loyal to the band, loyal to the team, and it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It the band is a pretty important part to like the whole cadence of the day too. Oh, it. But it, it wouldn't be the same. It would not. You took the take the band out, and it wouldn't be fun at all. Yeah, I would love to like come back after yeah. i graduate and like well i've talked about that like i have no idea what it's like to be a spectator at right. a football game because i've i mean i spectate obviously but i'm a yeah. it's like what do you do after they get into the statement it's like well i guess i gotta go find my seat now <laughs> yeah it's like being some like uh, let's put it this way being able to curse or drink or anything yeah, that right? is not proper <laughs> would yeah. be very like a very different experience very... than what we do yeah. as band members which, huge difference i'd imagine which it makes so it makes sense why we can't do certain things because we have a job <laughs> right. but it is definitely something yeah. that i think would be interesting well and, and i will say this about the band and i came here several years ago before i even started tailgating and i brought uh sarah yeah Lindsay's younger sister and it rained i mean it was a torrential <laughs> downpour from the minute the ball was kicked off and until the game was over um and so the stadium was not packed like it normally is right. but the band did not miss a beat they were in it and purdue was not playing well at all during that game because uh, they were playing uh wisconsin and uh well we all know what happens when yeah we play wisconsin yeah um, wisconsin they could wreck the bus and half the team would be right. out on the highway and they'd still beat us i don't understand that one but uh because we're bad no but That's we fine. no we... it's not it's just it's one of them <laughs> It's just like a curse or something. Yeah, the curse like the of the Cubs. badger. I, the yeah. Cubs. It's like the Cubs. They had the yeah. curse for like a hundred years, and then no. But we had that experience when it did pour, and Purdue was just not playing well. Yeah, um, last, uh, last year. year during were the... we playing Minnesota or oh, Illinois? I was here. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But I just remember like like it was pouring the whole time. We and had the ponchos had to go away because mm -hmm. their instruments can get messed yeah. up, yeah. and yeah. like. I just kept screaming, it's raining. <laughs> Ponchos did not help. Every no, time I'd like with water. I'd like squeeze my glove and all the water would <laughs> just like drain it out. It was so bad. Like my gloves, you know, we wear white gloves yeah. and you could see my hand through it. <laughs> yeah. And my one last year Moffitt like passed me. Um and he goes, Uh, Lindsay, those codes aren't up to code or those well, codes. Those <laughs> gloves aren't up to code because uh I can see they're pink. <laughs> I was like, Shut up. Well in postseason. John Purdue Club. So we were we went no, well, down. What is we the John Purdue Nashville. Club? Like, well, it's it's as I understand it, 
it is a an, it is a organization um, and part of the over there's an overarching and I can't even remember what it's called Purdue for Life. But what they do is is the money they raise and the money they make. And I'm pretty, you know, that's like when you pay to park on Slater Hill, whatever the cost is, that's that goes towards John Purdue Club. But they use that money for scholarship athletes and things like mm. that to help pay for and offset some of the costs that, uh, you know, I guess for like books and living expenses and things like that right. for, for uh, student athletes. Um, it's actually a pretty good cause. I don't want to discourage anybody from it. Um, but uh, but you if, could speak honestly gonna, about your experience. If you're going to tell me that I'm I'm paying for a ticket for a bowl game and it's going to be in a certain area or, or section, and then it's not in that section, you actually put me in the corner with all the we'll just say rowdy people. <laughs> this was yeah Nashville um, last year. Lindsay's mother and I left at halftime because the people sitting in front of us were just too obnoxious right tennessee when you fans get a, maybe no no they were purdue fans <laughs> that crushed oh. a beer can and sprayed it all over oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah i was not happy about it um we were wet but mm-hmm. the woman <laughs> sitting to the left of me was much younger than than me but still her boyfriend husband whatever had to restrain her she was going after the kid that did it mm-hmm. um but not even an apology or an oops. I think they thought it was pretty funny, and I'm and I'm just like, you know, there's certain etiquette in in situations like that. And I was young once, and I did stupid things, but I wouldn't have done something that dumb because I would have just expected to get my butt kicked. All right. Uh, we we kind of like being in Rossade. We have beer cans thrown over our we heads have all stuff the time, at us. and it's going to be you know they're doing a renovation. So what's going to happen is the student section will be behind us now instead of around us. Right. So anything that gets thrown or directed at the field is actually just thrown and directed at us, even if they don't mean it. There's even going to be like a platform up there Mm -hmm. um, so they can even throw stuff from up there. I've seen the schematics for it. Yeah. It's it's like, um, I don't know if you've been to U of I or like. No, I've not been to their stadium because we went. uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The band kind of sits on the end zone. That's kind of how we're going to be. Right. And but I don't think they had any fans behind them, did they? They did not. So uh, that's, that's why it's right. That's why I'm like, well, I will say this. Now, this isn't John Purdue Club, but Purdue Athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who you buy your tickets through. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times I get phone calls after a game. Hey, how was your experience? What happened? I know this year or this last season, first game, the scoreboard was cranked up. I mean, really loud. Yeah. And it it was obnoxiously loud. And people, I mean, my, you know, I don't have great hearing anyway, but my ears were ringing all the way home. Yeah. Um, that's just a little too much. And I told the guy, I said, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I felt like I was back at Notre Dame Stadium when they were trying to, you know, every time the band would start to play and they would blast that stupid scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. like, do you um, remember that when we were at Notre Dame last yeah. year? And, we were and like I said, and they it. did, you know, we expect Notre Dame to do that because they were, you know, they wouldn't let the drum in and they were being, you know, obnoxious and, and they were trying to, to piss everybody off. But uh, I didn't expect Purdue to do it to its own face. Yeah. <laughs> I think home. also because we were playing Penn State and that was a pretty big game too. Yeah. But yeah. still. Yeah. Um, Funny thing is, the guy that sits right next to me, the next game, we were actually talking about it. He doesn't talk much, but 
we were actually talking a little bit. And he said uh, he lives about five miles north of Ross Age Stadium. And people in his neighborhood were actually complaining yeah. about the noise from the scoreboard. I'm, I believe it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, they did, it did get turned down. And it's still pretty loud. But it, they did get it turned Especially after a touchdown game. and, like, all the they do the lights and then, like, the yeah, train whistle yeah. and, and that's stuff. all fun. And yeah. Ex- no, but it's not, like, constant. That's that. kind of the difference between. Yeah, that's true. Because, it ha- I mean, how often do we get a touchdown? So. Well, yeah, I was going to say. When you're sitting inches away from somebody and they are screaming trying to get you to yeah. hear them because the scoreboard music is so freaking loud. It's like, man, gosh. That's why I feel like being in the band is kind of like, you know, we have a totally it's kind of like, sheltering a little bit because yeah, we don't know what it's like to be in a student cause, section. Because, like, to be fair, when we were talking about people throwing stuff at us, um, I don't. Most of the time, I don't think it's actually directed at us. I think they're just throwing things. Yeah. And then the other thing is that the minute it happens, security, you see a bunch of cops. Yeah. A oh, bunch that's good. Of yeah, people. yeah, yeah. I would expect that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they, like right they do a really good job here at Rossi policing up that kind of stuff. Yeah. And. and um, and for the most part, you know, where we we're not going to be sitting in the same seats this year. We actually got moved closer to like we're going to be along the thirty. You still have, how many tickets do you have? Still on your side of the field, though. Well, I still have four. Okay, I'm just curious. Um, so we're we're a little further toward the center of the field, but um, uh, yeah, the the people that were sitting in front of us, there's a row of seats in front of us that it was always different people every week. So they're selling their tickets. That's cool. Right. Um, you know, sometimes you get good folks. One time we had these people. They weren't bad people, although they snuck in a lot of fireball with them. <laughs> um, Relatable. Yeah, they were big. <laughs> One guy was just, he had the mullet and he had the, you know, it was, oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. stereotypical. I hate to say it that way, but it really, yeah, it yeah. really was. But he, he wasn't a bad guy or anything. But then these two guys come down the aisle and push their way in there there's no room for them but they were hey, how you doing they want to visit and have a good mm-hmm. time with their friends and the problem is is there's this whole woman sitting there and they basically pushed her right out of her seat and she was mad and got up and left and uh it's like i figured she would come back but yeah. she never did for the rest of the game and i'm like man you want to say something but then at the same time it's like well i don't want to you know these guys are Juiced up with fireball. I don't. I don't need to say anything. Yeah, we we've already talked about Purdue student body, and we're like, yeah. I'd assume they're students. Oh, this wasn't. These weren't students. Oh, really? Oh, no, no, no. But I could. I could definitely like (laughs) believe that it would be a student. Like students would kind of. Yeah. But yeah, that that game, you know, the Music City Bowl game. Yeah. What really was frustrating for us is. We couldn't get where it seat, sit where we wanted to sit because we bought our tickets. We should have just went through Ticketmaster. Right. But we went, I went through the John Purdue Club because I want to, you know, support it. And then when you look down in that area where, you, where we were trying to get it, it's just a sea of orange and white. Yeah. And I'm like, so how did these guys get the tickets that supposedly right, right. were for sale through the John Purdue Club? Or did the John Purdue Club just not have that many and the rest of it were went to the you know to the ticket agents i don't know um but it was frustrating but it's all good because before the game we got to see Lindsay and, yep. and bobby we actually got to see them and, and then, we were walking in to the stadium and they uh, my mom's Lindsay. oh <laughs> and then <laughs> i got we Same got up in another name 
our hotel wasn't that far away, so we got back to the hotel, saw most of the second half, uh, and got to see the overtime and the win. Oh my gosh, so that was that's crazy. Have you seen the video of the guy, like the Tennessee fan that came up to the band member that was like, "What did he? What did he say? Like, what did he originally um, say?" I don't even remember. Well, just, he was like smack talking a mellophone who was like right behind me, also, uh-huh. and he goes like, "We're gonna win today," and then the mellophone player goes, "Hey man." I'm just here to play music. Yeah. And then the Tennessee fan like zooms away with his phone and goes, like, go Vols! <laughs> and like, it's a really funny video. It's a, it's a good joke throughout the whole band. Yeah, our, our Gold Day shirt, like the gray one from this year, it says like, hey man, I'm just here to play music on the back. Yeah, because it got it, like 500,000. It got national like recognition yeah, that yeah, this yeah. guy just went, get away from me. It's funny because <laughs> I remember going back to the hotel that night and seeing it on Twitter. Yeah. And it had like, you know, a couple... It had like 500,000 views, something like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. If you look it up, uh, you can find it on basically everything now. So it's kind of, yeah. Cool. Well, it, yeah, that, that overall, that was a good weekend for your mom and I. We, uh, yeah, because we got to visit some family while we were there yeah. and some friends and whatnot. Oh, it was fun for us. Yeah. But I don't think, I, I don't think we'll have another bowl game top that because no, um, I don't know. Trip to Florida was cool though. Trip to Florida was fun. And we talked about that. Yeah. We had a good time in Florida. It was just... I saw as the pictures. Game. It looked like fun. Yeah, yeah. As long as we go to a cool place like so that, we not about like this. Detroit. We're, if we go to a game, <laughs> unless we get insanely lucky, most mm-hmm. likely we'll be going to Detroit. Because that's where like and six and six teams will go. I, I, I love that, that. Don't spend the night. I love how you say that. We're going... Because I, I just... That's, that's like, like a, a thing sad now. thing. That's like a thing To go now. to Detroit for us. Oh, I know. It's Because you don't even have to spend the night. You have to come back. And it's I mean, the day after Christmas, too. Yep. I'm sure it's sad for anybody that has to go. I mean, people who live in Detroit are probably sad. <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch I, this boring I'm, game for you get blown out. Sorry. Well, if it's six and six, maybe we have a... <laughs> well, this year, I, I originally did not intend to go to the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That okay, was wait. not my intent, and I even told Lindsay that... She's like, I'm not going to go. And I was like, I don't care. Not in a mean <laughs> way, but, you know, I'm not going to... It's a giant game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Right, right, All right. the seats are full. So I was like, I'm not going to see him, even if he does go. Yeah. And then I get a picture, or he posted a picture on Facebook and tagged <laughs> me in it, and he was there. And mind you, we do live, like, less than 30 minutes away from Lucas Oil Stadium. Right. So it's not you getting there that surprised me. It was you telling me, I'm not going... And then tagging me on Facebook. <laughs> what happened is I get a, I get the John Purdue Club email and it sucked me in <laughs> again, and uh, it said that I could get lower level seats at a pretty reasonable price or what I thought was a reasonable price right. end zone lower level. And there were a lot of Purdue fans sitting there, but that's mm-hmm. not where I was sitting. Uh, as advertised, end zone lower level, but I was in the upper level, and uh, yeah, I wasn't real happy about that. I, 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 it wasn't, it was just, you know, if you're going to put me in the upper level, then tell me you're putting me in the upper level, and then I won't buy the ticket. Somebody else will. <laughs> Sounds like a theme. They they're gonna, they tell you. Yeah, where. <laughs> it's kind of like you're advertising one thing, but you're selling me something else here. And uh, so Lindsay's mom and I talked about it. And if we ever will go to another game like that again, that's not a regular season game, then we're just going to go bite the bullet and buy the tickets in the exact area we want to sit in through Ticketmaster right. or whoever the... Stub Hub yeah, or something. Exactly. Because, yeah. um, you know, you put your uh, you put all your faith in JPC and you know, <laughs> I'm sure they're doing the best they can do, but it's... <laughs> yeah. 
Have you ever been to a Purdue basketball game? Um, at Mackey, no. Oh, yeah, you've, you've been to the women's game because you parents, can't see me. But my parents really want to go. He wants to go too, but yeah. that doesn't. I'm on the wait list, and I'll probably be long gone and dead before they ever pull my. Well, name out I of keep that saying hat. that I can't afford to go. <laughs> yeah. Every you'll ask me after a game, you're like, "Were you there?" And I'm like, "No, I can't buy a ticket." Well, I mean, well, I could, but uh, that's a good a... thing for Purdue, though. Oh, it's great. How do you feel about you see that Edie is like somewhere in between the draft and? I staying? think what he's doing is smart. He's I trying think so to. Too, he's but... he's. Testing he's the water. Testing the waters, yeah. but he's not, you know, he's not. It's not fully committed. Yeah. Jumping yeah. ship. I'm glad. That's one rule the NCAA has that I, I think is a good one where, because you get more guys that will come back. Right. Know, guys and gals, whoever will come back to school and maybe play another year. Um, you know, that happened down at IU this last year with. Uh, um the other basketball was it basketball? I'm trying to think of his name. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah. And I see his. I'm just. Uh, it's not him. It's me. My mind is. <laughs> um, well, you you Trace Jackson Davis. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came back another year, yeah. and, and you know his draft stock is through the roof now. And there's after beating Purdue twice. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> well, not just that. He had a great. I mean, let's face it. He was in contention for player of the year right. right there with Edie and and deservedly so so um and it I grew up here in Indiana and you grew up as an IU basketball person yeah I well yeah I grew up in an IU household but we didn't root for IU for football we rooted for Notre Dame right um but I never rooted against Purdue unless they were playing IU right uh but the the jokes you know between the and the rivalry jokes are just so much fun <laughs> and and uh, but what's great is when I come to the tailgate now, the guys I tailgate with, they of course there's no love loss for IU whatsoever, um, and the jokes are a little bit more dark. The humor is a little more dark. <laughs> That's right. But up our Notre alley. Dame is probably possibly the most hated college on amongst Purdue alumni. I, really? I say, oh, yeah. They, there's no, wow. They hate See, because uh, Corey's sister went to... Uh, well, she was in the Notre Dame band. Yeah, but yeah. where'd she go? Which was is it another, for law school? Good band. Yeah, she went Great to... Band. No, she went to uh, St. Mary's. Yeah. Which is oh, like yeah. a sister. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was in the band there. Um, so it was funny because um, my dad, of course, he was like, he didn't know who to root for <laughs> when we... <laughs> When we played Notre Dame, um, I, I wore I mean, my Purdue kind of shirt. I sat up there by the Purdue. Yeah. Well, you oh, have my, to because I'm well, in the Well, my band. parents, yeah. And you, that's where there's a Purdue. picture of us there because yep. you also found me at that game. Yeah. And uh, if you were wearing <laughs> Notre Dame stuff, it would have ruined the picture. Well, and, and we had four tickets for that. And uh, yeah, I wasn't sure with... if I was going to make it back in time for that game because I was in Germany. Yeah, I, I got a text. I think we've talked about this, but I got a text last year. Because you missed the first Purdue game. It was just a work thing, and it was kind of a last minute. I got a phone call on. Oh, that yeah. happens sometimes. <laughs> on a Sunday and Wednesday morning, I was winging my way to Germany. So, um, just one of those things, and and uh, but got back. I think. I, I don't know. I believe I got back on the Sunday or before the Notre Dame game. So I was back like a week before. But it was cool. We have four seats for that. And a guy I work with, he's a huge Notre Dame fan. Just Mm -hmm. everything about 
and it's funny because neither one of his he has twin daughters. Neither one of them went to Notre Dame. One went to Ball State. The other one went to VMI. Uh, Balls. But he, I say, hey, if you want a guy who's want to go with us, they're like, yeah. So they came up. We had a great time with them. They're a great couple. Um, and then he's wearing all his him and her. They're they're uh-huh. wearing all their Notre Dame stuff. And Lindsay's mom and I, Debbie, we we were wearing all our Purdue stuff. But we had a good time. We didn't. We walked around out there where everybody was tailgating and uh, really. Yeah, that was an interesting scene there. Um, that was our first experience with the band feeding us KFC. Oh, <laughs> the our first, first away of game. Multiple experiences of us getting Ooh, fed really? KFC, and that's a terrible thing. Yeah, because it was a warm day that day. It was day. hot, mm-hmm. and was we drove warm. on the bus, right? Yeah. And full uniform on the bus as well. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, uh, yeah. We were not allowed right. to take it off. If we took it off on the bus on the way back, which they let us at that point because you didn't have to be, you know. But if you took it off, you had to be completely – we have this thing, you know, you're band naked underneath your uniform. You have to be band naked. You can't have any part of your uniform on right. except the shoes because those – They did allow us to take our jacket off in the game, during the game. Yes, they did because it was so it hot was so and the hot. sun was right on us because we right. were facing touchdown Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were one section over up a little higher than you, uh, but looking looking right across and kind yeah. of down at the trumpet section. <laughs> Whenever we are uh, – at home games, like I know, like the area you guys sat in, but I'd always be like, five bucks to anyone who could find my parents in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you're gonna have to look in a different. I'll, I'll tell you. Where I won't it's be at. able Once to I, find I, you. I we're facing that. Like we're facing, facing the north. other end zone. There's no way. But when I told your mom we got the the better seats, she was she's like, are we gonna be able to see them? I mean. They're finally moving down to our side of the field. Are we going to be yeah. able to see them? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll still be closer than what they were before. What was your What's your favorite halftime show we've done as three trumpets? Oh, gosh, singing? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could answer that. <laughs> um, I can answer it for this year. I like the 80s show. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I like my the 80s. My 80s was the, the favorite. The 80s show was good. Probably because we didn't have to wear our hats. We just wore sweatpants. That's true. Um, I like the pregame show. I Yeah. Do you like it better this year or last year? Because it did change a little bit, and I don't know if you noticed I, that. But I really the, liked I'm it. an American speech changed. Yeah. We used um, to do something else. I really like that, especially nowadays, because you know there's some people that would get triggered or whatever <laughs> by all that, uh, which is weird to me because you know that yeah. it's I don't know being patriotic has really nothing to do with to me it doesn't have anything to do with politics, but right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I I love that, and I have um, I have a lot of friends who were in the military, right, and from my military days, and Lindsay knows quite a few of them. Yeah. Uh, and I'll t- I'll brag about that. I'll tell them go on YouTube and just you know t- you know search for the Purdue yeah Purdue All American Marching Band. Pre-game. Yeah, now you can tell them to listen to our podcast because you're <laughs> on the episode. Um, yeah, I can. I can do that. And. Uh, one of my friends, his his daughter was a percussionist in high school, and then she, I forget, where did she go to school? It was in Pennsylvania. It wasn't Penn State. It was another school. Uh, Mike? Mike's daughter, yeah. Yeah, I don't Amanda. know. Um, but she's transferred. She transferred out because... Uh, because she didn't like where she She didn't like she the band She the went band to a private school the second time. No, no, she's at Penn State, but she's at Penn State Northwest or something like that, up, or Penn State Erie. Does that sound right? I don't remember. Uh, I've, that's been a couple of years. But, and then his son is a tuba player in the high school marching band, and he he's probably going to try to be in the marching band and 
And well, he played. I asked him. I said, "Do you play tuba or do you play sousaphone?" And he says, "Sousaphone." I said, "Okay." And they're they're from a very that that's a pretty good high school marching program in Pennsylvania that that they come out of or where they come out of. But I was telling him about you know just some of the traditions of the Purdue All American Marching Band. I said, "You should check it out." I said, "I'm sure every college and university that has a marching band." has all of these cool traditions or different ones right but i said wherever you're going to go you should make sure you know something about it before you get there i said well, I but mean, purdue's youtube is plastered with purdue stuff so that's why i chose purdue well it's funny because um my sister had a similar like story because she was looking at colleges and she saw that Corey's from texas if you yeah yeah so it's, it's weird I know, i've listened to all the podcasts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that we like end up in indiana both of us ended up in indiana it's like why um but she kind of found notre dame through the band and she was like oh that's really cool i want to try and do that um me i like when i was going through my college application process i didn't really have like marching band in mind um and then i started getting my responses from all these colleges saying no (laughs) except (laughs) purdue and so I was kind of, I, I think I talked about this, so I was kind of like forced into Purdue, but forced into a better situation, I think, than if I were to go elsewhere that didn't have like a marching band or, you yeah. know, as much. They have like the culture on the marching band like we do. Right, yeah. right. Because I was so, like, I didn't, I had no idea what, I hadn't even but, heard of Purdue like three months before I applied. But isn't like Texas A and M also one of the best? Mer- well, he wasn't going there. And- I I didn't apply to any Texas schools. Oh, okay, you're just trying to get out of state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, nothing to do with my parents or anything. But I was like, I want to escape the heat. Uh, yeah. Um, well, he definitely did that this year. I certainly did. <laughs> yeah, he finally got a coat because he didn't have one. <laughs> right, I got a winter coat. Uh, I think over this past Christmas or something. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. But yeah, but I I had no idea like I didn't know the culture of Purdue. I didn't know like how like fa- like famous the Purdue marching band was. Or you anything. marched in high school, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <clears throat> so, well, but. I mean, you're the you're the only marching band that can brag uh, that Neil Armstrong was once a member of mm-hmm. and Orville Redenbacher and the guy that invented fiberglass. <laughs> it's so cool. It's funny because uh, when we were in Elliot, when the band was in Elliot. Um, before they moved to Hegel, there, there was a band lounge, and in one of the bookcases, it was locked behind glass, was this pin. It was like a little, like, side pin. Um, and I was like, huh, that's weird. Well, I wonder what that is. And I read it, and it was, it said, like, this was this belonged to Neil Armstrong, and he took it up with him when he went to the moon. That's awesome. And I was like, that's just sitting here? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> what if I broke the glass? I know. <laughs> I'm sure they have it in Hegel somewhere yeah. else now. Um, I think they do in There's the There's glass one. cases over yeah. the front. Um, but yeah, cool piece of history. Yeah, for sure. No, band's kind of, it's kind of cool. That's why ultimately I chose Purdue because I was, and we talked about this on another episode, mm-hmm. is that I was on like the cusp of going to IU mm-hmm. and I keep joking about it now, but dodge well, bullet. <laughs> my favorite thing when we, we took her down to IU and of course it was in the middle of COVID, so we really couldn't go inside any of the buildings, yeah. but just going around the campus and I don't know where she pipes up and says, this place looks like Hogwarts. It's all limestone. If you've been, is well, it? you haven't it, been. It is. Cameron, it is been. A, oh, I've been plenty of times. Yeah. yeah. It, it is kind of, it is a cool campus. It, yeah. it, it it's just really, really big. Pretty. It's very big. And, and I've talked about this. Purdue is West Lafayette. Well, Bloomington is just a part of, um, or IU is just a part of Bloomington. 
Gotcha. West Lafayette is us. You know what I mean? There are houses in like the high school and stuff. And there's other things. There's no real discernible difference between. Yes. Yeah. I know there's more to it, but. Right, right, right. It's, we're much more condensed. And we talked about that, how you have commercial campus. We talked about this with Jack on the fifth episode. NYU is very spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compared Which to Purdue. Yeah. Something that I don't know. I probably would have been fine. And I'm sure I would have liked it. But this is so great. <laughs> well, and then, you know, it's all part of that rivalry between the two schools. So. Yeah, but I had no... I didn't care. <laughs> I know. Now you do. It's funny because... Well, now cause... I do because I'm in the band. I wouldn't care if I wasn't in the band. Yeah. I had no idea even what IU was until I, like, moved <laughs> in here. And they started talking about it when we were, like... When we do like the tours, yeah, like all the section leaders for the band do like the tours at night, and they're like, yeah, and we they were talking about the bell tower, and apparently it's a rumor that um, on he the knows cl- this. yeah on the clock face uh, has four instead of IV. I was like, that's kind of pity, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, what is IU? <laughs> but, well, growing up in Indiana, um, and you know, I think basketball was a much bigger deal when I was growing up because. It didn't just start at college. It was a big deal at the high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I where I went to high school, we have a fairly from large Huntington, gym. Indiana, and went to Huntington North High School. Um, it's fairly large gymnasium, and it was always packed every every Friday or Saturday night home game. Uh, without question, it was going to be packed. A big student section that that uh, would was pretty rowdy. Um, band our band was huge in mm-hmm. those days. So they had to split us in half uh, because if they would have put the whole band in there, it would have taken up like a whole side of the gym. So <laughs> um, they split the band in half. So you got to go to a game and just be a spectator one time, and then the next time you would actually play. So it was kind of fun that way. Um, but, you know, and, and then to think that, you know, that I think I don't know exactly, maybe five or 6,000 people they could pack into that gym. That's a lot of people in a high school gym, but it's not even close to being the largest gym in the state. Um, and then, you know, at one time we had, I think, at least two gymnasiums in the state that seated more than Market Square Arena did. Uh, high school gyms. And those were always packed out. Wow. Go to Anderson, to the Wigwam, or uh, what's what's the other one? Maybe in Newcastle? I don't know. Uh, but. You know, so there's a lot of really big high. As a matter of fact, I think it's like 12 out of the top 13 biggest high school gymnasiums in the world are in Indiana. Uh, it's really. I mean, it's where kind basketball of, yeah. plays, the Hoosiers. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same today as it was then. Because in those days, there was a single class basketball. If you've seen the movie Hoosiers, it was actually loosely based on the Milan uh, miracle, is what it was called, from like 1951 or 52. Where this tiny little high school in Milan, Indiana, came up and came up through and won the state tournament, and won the state basketball championship, and even when I was growing up, there was big teams like Marion, Indiana, was had huge teams, you know, really good teams, nationally ranked teams, uh, and then there were others out there, but uh, you you would hear about it, you know. They they would get knocked off somewhere in the tournament by some, you know, like the Argos Argonauts. Who the heck are the Argos Argonauts, right? Uh, but it's a little town. Argos is actually not far from here. Uh, but I remember that, and it was so exciting. It was a lot of fun, and everybody loved it. And then they went to class basketball, and it just kind of, yeah, it wrecked. 
it wrecked that Hoosier hysteria. It was called Hoosier hysteria, and then class basketball kind of took that away. I mean, there, there's pros and cons to that, too, because now you've got more, you know, this is before the Internet, too, but you have more people, more scouts, college scouts and what have you that can see high school players because there's four classes or five classes of basketball moving through a tournament. Right. Um and so, I mean, and I think that's a big reason why they did what they did. But it, uh, you know, when you had other states coming into Indiana to find out how, you know, they had to move, why they had to move the state tournament out of, or the state championship out of Market Square because it wasn't big enough <laughs> and move it into the RCA Dome <laughs> uh, and still sell the... it out, still sell it out, you know. And, RCA and... Dome was before Luke's Oil, right? Yes. That was the one before. Oh, that, okay. was, just that was the first. Now. Dome Stadium in Indianapolis. The Hoosier Dome. The Hoosier yeah, it started Dome. off as a Hoosier Dome and then uh, <laughs> RCA. Did we did we talk about the Golden Ticket game? On uh, on, you yeah, did. We did. Yeah. I remember you guys talking yeah, about that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that. of. <laughs> I, well, uh, just running through my mind, like, how popular, like, college basketball is, too, is, like... Well, Cameron and I always harp on the fact, or like harp on the fact that uh, women's basketball here is not appreciated the way it should be because they are yeah. very talented. It should be because they are very talented. They are mm-hmm. very talented, and they're fun games to watch because I they should are go to that. They kind of have like a like. I love abs. I love the volleyball yeah. uh, games. Yeah, this year, you and mom should come to a volleyball game. Yeah, being you in, would love it. Yeah, being in box the band, band is so crazy. I I absolutely love it. I probably it. I'm sure it'd have the same vibe. Uh, for women's basketball, I should probably go some, to some more. I think it's a little more... Okay, so it's just because the crowd's bigger at volleyball. Uh-huh. But if the crowd was bigger at basketball, it would have the exact same right. feeling. Right, But, like, the fact that you can basically get tickets for free to come to women's basketball if you're a student, mm-hmm. and people still don't go, it makes me, like, really sad. Because, like, you guys, they came to the... Uh, who who are we playing? Illinois you? State, I believe. Okay. But the fact that we can't sell out a, not sell out, we can't fill up even half a student section for a women's basketball game. Yeah. Can you imagine like so sad. the atmosphere of like uh, like the volleyball, but women's times. Women's basketball? No, I mean, but like oh. the, the compact atmosphere of the volleyball games where it's like really loud and intense, but maximized to a women's basketball, like filling Yeah, Mackie. in Mackie, 100%. Well, I thought going to the game, that that game, um, we actually were sitting next to a couple. Their daughter plays on Purdue's uh, I team. Think, I can't think. Um, and she's she good, graduated. too. She's really good. I don't think so. I think she oh. was only a sophomore. Then never mind. I might be wrong. Oh, no, 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 no. Who's the funny one? I can't think of her name. JT? Uh, oh, JT. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's JT. Are you talking about Jeanine JT? Thomas I, I Thompson? don't remember. I just They were very yeah. nice. They were very gracious. Number couple. 10. Do you remember that? Maybe. Um, I think she's 10. And she, she actually, in toward the end of the game, she made a couple of key shots that kind of pulled Purdue out. I bet it was her. And uh, they won Mom that game. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a, that was a fun, fun game to watch. And I personally, I, it's getting harder and harder for me to watch men's basketball because. They're so frustrating. They're so it's, it's, not a, it's not the same kind of game it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, although this year in the tournament, um, how do you feel? Okay, about I'm not going to talk about. No, Farley. talk about. It. Well, <laughs> we're haters. You're supposed Purdue, to. Purdue's guard play, and you, you know, I, I listened to the podcast that you guys talked about it. 
uh, you know, not being able to break, right. break the full court press. And, and it all comes down to guard play. And Purdue's guard play is just not it's not consistent. I don't right, wanna, right. I don't want to hear look, they had a bunch of freshmen in the backcourt this year. Uh, think about it in a year or two, those guys are gonna be incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just too bad they couldn't have been right, right, right. this year. But, no, but uh, they're fresh. Like throughout the whole year, they're just so fresh. Like, like you said it. You're like Purdue, it was more. Locker Purdue suck. It's just we just get lucky that we get a little bit ahead mm-hmm. and keep it there when we win. <clears throat> well, and, never. Right. I know it's not typical for there to be a big like rate like the scores to be very varied in a game. Like they're usually close. Right. But ours are like we can't win by more <laughs> than a three pointer. Right. Well, Matt Painter's got a tough job because. Recruiting wise, he's great at that. He is he picks the best people. He he does, but the competition is really stiff, yeah. right? Um, you know, because just hell in Indiana alone, Notre Dame, IU. I was gonna say yeah, like Purdue, especially like IU. And there there was a time when <clears throat> IU, in the state of Indiana, would send five teams to the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. because you know Ball State would get in there or Valpo or Evansville yeah. or. It was crazy how many teams they would get in there, and uh, and then then the rest of the Big Ten all being, you know, and and then Kentucky and Louisville, and it's just tough to recruit. Um, so you know, and I was hoping now that uh, Mike Shishetsky retired, and you know, nobody wants to go to Duke anymore. That might open things up for you know, a <laughs> right, team right, like right. Purdue, but. But, I mean, nobody should be hating on Matt Painter. I mean, he's done a hell of a job. That's what we were saying and, is that, uh, like, because people are like, oh, he's going to get fired. And, like, we're like, not. no. Well, the one thing I, 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 I've heard since then was, I mean, this past year was supposed to be a building year. That's why we were going freshmen. Right. And no one really, we weren't even ranked to start the year. Nobody expected Edie to be as good as he was. Right. Well, because he wasn't that... Like, no. he was a fine player last year, right. but definitely, like... Just tall last yes, year. like, his only advantage was that he was taller than everybody else. Right. Watching him play, you could tell that he spent a lot of time in the offseason working on yes. his footwork and right. on, his, on his shot. Especially 100%. his footwork, because um, compared to last year, he was... He looked gangly last year. I would say he awkward. Looked, well, awkward. he was a little slow. He was... He yeah. Was, yeah, he was... Uh, Awkward. That's a good yeah. word. That's a good word. Yeah. But, but this year, uh, he, like, he really much, pulled it together. Much more athletic. Um, Gained some muscle, I think. I, I heard that he said <laughs> something about that. he was going to start working on his three-point shot. It's like, oh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Seven-foot-four guy like him. That, yeah. You know, that can post up and do what he does in the paint. If he's got an outside shot. He might not even need to jump. <laughs> yeah. he's That's pretty incredible. Um, you know, but, you know, not every big guy that's been famous in the NBA could shoot it from, you know, I mean, right. Shaq couldn't hit anything from outside of five feet. Right. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't have to. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's just so big and strong yeah. and athletic. Um, yeah. It, I, I love basketball, but I don't, uh, I don't watch it quite as much as I used to. It's not, I don't know. As I get older, I'm starting to drift and drift a little more away from sports. I don't. I mean, I don't like watching sports live unless I base. I'm live mm-hmm. on TV, unless baseball is something I like to watch. Which is funny because we don't. Most people don't follow Purdue baseball. They did good. They were good last year. Yeah, right? they were good. They're like yeah. the last undefeated team or something. Yeah, but 
Like, we watch the Cubs at home. Uh, I keep track of, like, the Pirates. Um, just because I'm a Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, but otherwise, every other sport, I enjoy going to, like, football games and basketball games, and I really like hockey games. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. All three of my daughters love huh. hockey. It's so much fun. Well, part of it, I mean, we follow, I follow the Penguins, but everyone, like, Sarah and Emily just follow um, Indy Fuel. Hmm. And Indy Fuel's, like, our minor league hockey right. team, which, but it's it's also, it's the atmosphere that they bring. Like, maybe next year uh, we can do an IHE outing to the... <laughs> Watch the Indie Fuel. It's fun. Right. So. Let me know. We'll get tickets. Yeah, that'd be fun. No, it is my, a lot of fun. My dad, he's like, I can't watch pretty basketball anymore. <laughs> he's like, it's too stressful. I mean, stressful. that's you and I. I literally, I think when we lost to... Rutgers. No, no. It was, um, um, I think, Northwestern or something. I told everyone, I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch a single game. And I didn't. <laughs> I didn't watch a single Purdue basketball game after that. Corey was like, every time I watch, they lose. Well, no, it was funny. Uh, we were playing Michigan State, and uh, I watched the whole first half, and we were down at, at the half. I was like, whatever, and I took a nap. And I woke up, and I was like, is the game over? And my my roommate, Camden, he was like, yeah, it's over. I was like, what happened? He was like, oh, we won. I was like, yeah, of course we did. And I think <laughs> I did it another time, and this it was the same did. exact outcome. I didn't watch the game. I took a nap. didn't Because if I care about it, of course they're going to lose. Um, but <laughs> you know that's valid. If I care about something, it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, like the <laughs> no, but yeah, like my dad, he's like, I'm not watching anymore. It's too stressful. He'll he's like, I'll watch the exhibition games when we play like I tiny know. teams and we pull them out. Of yeah, water. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been. A, she said something about the Cubs, and I can't remember when we weren't Cubs fans. My dad, when when I was very young, uh. I went to a few baseball games. My father took our family. I don't know how he would get these tickets. We always got really good seats, too. Uh, but we would go to Dodger Stadium because we were stationed in California. Right. And go to Dodger Stadium. And I think the first one I remember going to was uh, the Pirates. And it would have been about 1970. And I remember Roberto Clemente went like five for six in that game. <laughs> You know, and you guys are going, Roberto Clemente, didn't he play like 100 years ago? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was but, going, I don't know who that is. And then I think the next time we went, the Cubs were playing, and uh, most of the guys who were on that team were probably dead now. Not all of them, but most of That'd them. That'd be accurate because uh, you were like seven or eight when you left. I was five or six years old, yeah. But, you know, so baseball was fun. And then moving to Indiana – after my father retired and then you know of course my dad's a big cubs fan he was a big cubs fan um and so we all kind of became cubs fans and in those days wgn was the cubs flagship network and every cable system in the country had wgn so the cubs had a national following and of course they didn't win right they're the cubs but uh <laughs> curse hadn't care. been broken yet well, cubs fans cubs are fan. the most unique sports right? fans are you a cubs fan or you red? i'm a Sox fan oh. I know. cubs fans are, are the most unique fans in sports you're from because they stay loyal whether the team's winning or right. not they don't care from gary indiana as a matter of fact if the cubs aren't winning cubs fans they don't care they're just well all right it's still there you know um i don't know about white Sox fans i mean i it's they're still all from Chicago. I gotta think they gotta feel the same way about them. But yeah, yeah, it's about the same. I don't follow White Sox as much as I probably should, but um, I'll definitely watch if they're on. 
you know, it, it's just it it's fun growing up and and watching them and and but when I collected baseball cards, that's I didn't I didn't really necessarily Cubs were kind of my favorite team. I always were, but I loved baseball, so I knew a lot about all the best players and even not the best players on a lot of teams because I collected baseball cards when I was a kid. Um, and it was a lot different then. You actually had to buy the pack of gum. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my brothers collected cards, and my brothers were old, a lot older than me. My oldest brother is 10 years older than me. My other brother is about eight and a half, now almost nine years older than me. Um, so when they got older and moved out, I got, the, I got all their cards. It was great. And some of the stuff, I wish I had all that because some of that stuff would be worth a fortune right now. But my uh, when I moved on and went into the Army, um, my father and stepmother cleared out my room and all those boxes of baseball cards, she just put them out there at a rummage sale for like a quarter a box or something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's not very nice. No. But baseball, and about, you know, five years after that, that's when all of a sudden baseball cards were worth money. Right. Nobody knew that they would ever be worth money. It's like Pokemon know. cards. But it's fun. <laughs> it's all fun. And uh, and to this day, I still appreciate good baseball, uh, even if it's a team I don't root for. Just yeah, because well, yeah, we've uh, you've taken, I've been to one Cubs game with you, and you've taken Sarah to one that was actually at Wrigley. Yes. Yeah, because we Cause went Sarah's to... Because uh, Sarah, my younger sister, is a huge Cubs, like, tracks really? them, has we jerseys. Went to, we went to Cincinnati. Yeah. I was... Because we went to Ikea. <laughs> uh, well, and when we went to there, we went to that game, and we were about, what, a mile and a half from the stadium, an hour and a half, two hours before the national anthem. And um, we got there after the end of the second inning is when we finally got into the stadium. So um, the city of Cincinnati does absolutely nothing <laughs> to, uh, to guide or, or control traffic. They right. don't care. What do, you, uh, so, what do you think stadium – what's like – obviously we don't drive it. Oh, I guess you get here early though because my question was going to be like what do you think – how does Purdue direct traffic? Um, I think they do a pretty good job. Um, Getting here, yeah, we get here early. Yeah, that's we, what we I was going to ask, but you're here yeah. because here. they'll come like see us at the band tailgate, which is obviously like yeah, right. if it's hours a, if it's it's a noon game, we're too. usually here by about eight. Yeah, um, and then if it's if it's a later game, it just depends. But getting out, um, you know, it's really not that hard to get out of here if you just know what to do. If you go down right. Martin Jischke, get ready, you're gonna, you know, yeah. you'll get backed up. To you the... know, fire a movie up on your iPad. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just taking forever. Yeah. If you go east and get out on the interstate toward, toward campus and all that, you're screwed. But if you go out Stadium West, which is what we do, and then uh, what is the road out there that? I don't know. There's the traffic yeah, yeah, circle. And right, the, right, right. Yeah, you're talking about. Uh, but you go down that way, and yeah, you're going to, there, there, there's going to be some waiting, but it's not too bad. Then you get out on the highway and you're out of here. You know, it's not that, it's really not that bad, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, I just was curious because we, you know, we live right by Indianapolis and you used to be a Colts season ticket holder. And Yeah, the Colts games. I had a, I had my own way in and out, and every year they would do everything they could to trip me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's another thing they do. They they create some really weird traffic patterns in Indianapolis for Colts games. But if you if you know your way around well enough, you can get around it. It's not. I don't it's know. Not that bad. I you know I worked. 
But there's in, no real dedicated parking lot for Colts games. There is a parking lot behind Lucas Oil Stadium, but I, I don't know who parks there. <laughs> they the just kind of plopped a stadium in the middle of the. Um, they really did. Well, yeah. when like they, if you, I mean, you've been there once, but like it just kind of looks like it's like oh, it's just kind of there. Yeah, yeah. there's a big bean cannery place behind Lucas Oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, oh yeah, they tried to use eminent domain to take that right, and uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> they lost. And, Beans. Uh, and you know, and that's like good for the bean guys. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think the the plan <laughs> was the is beans. they were going to build a large like parking structure or something. Right, right. Um, so I, I don't know if that's if that was what they were planning or not. But uh, that I know that whatever plans they had at all went south when <sighs> when the bean cannery place. And then what's cool is is the bean cannery place. They sell space for people who want to tailgate for Colts games. That's, <laughs> That's so freaking cool. Uh, I had a good time. We were down there for, for yeah, because that was your first time in India. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, oh, for the for the Big, Big Ten, Ten championship. championship. Yeah. Um, even though we lost, I think up to like I always say like up to halftime, it was a pretty. Cool yeah, I mean, we've been there high for energy. a little bit in, in the second half. Yeah. There was some light, you know. Yeah. Um, they played. I thought Purdue played. Fairly well because Michigan is just a powerhouse team. You know? Yeah, we still hold our held our own for a little bit. Cause yeah, that, we were beating them for a second. Yeah, because the just the thing that was on the line was the Rose Bowl, and that yeah that would have done it for like my parents and my family. We <laughs> we would all went out there. Um, but we talked about that going to the yeah. home. If like if you guys went to the Rose Bowl, because uh, my brother lives not very far from Pasadena. He lives yeah. Uh, just kind of north of Pasadena, and uh, the thought was, well, we could visit and then go to the game or something. But then I'm like, it is California, and I don't. Know and he hates California. California. <laughs> I was born in California, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm ex- not a. Fan. You're born on a military base. I wouldn't want to so live like, in California either, but you don't want to live in Texas. That's true. I, I think I just don't want to live in either of the extremes. I, <laughs> I guess. I think, uh, in my opinion, the only thing that would top the Rose Bowl parade or like the Rose Bowl. Would be the um, New York. Um, yeah, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, that I thought you were cool. going to say the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, I think going at Christmas time but, or holiday time, regardless, is the right. best option. But this is what I'm thinking, right? For Macy's, we could go our senior year. Macy's, right? The, I think we. I don't remember where we heard this from, but somebody Gephardt told see? us that we Gephardt, have. Didn't Gephardt say that he was trying? He applies every single year. You have to apply like 18 months in advance. Okay. So there is potential based on like the mm-hmm. last time we went that our senior year, we could march in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We will not know for a while. See, I'm not too sure if I want to go to New York. You City probably won't want to go, especially because the parade. But you can watch it on TV and I'll be in it. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, that would be cool. Well, I was going to say the best part is we don't have to go to bowl game. Nope. We're just there for the parade. And it won't be as cl- cold if we weren't, you know, went later in the year. But I don't know. It always seems to be cold on Thanksgiving yeah. Day in New York City. I don't know why. Just every year when you they turn know. it on and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you see those poor rockets and their breath, you know. <laughs> like, but wouldn't the, I think that would be really cool, though. I think it, Christmas – well, we talked about that. Is that the only – Christmas in New York. The only other bowl game that I wanted to go – besides you know, the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And my two options, I was like, I'm going to the Pinstripe Bowl or I'm going to anything in Florida. Mm-hmm. Because did one Florida. I wanted to go warm uh-huh. because I was cold, or I wanted to go do Christmas in New York. So well, 
Music City Bowl in Nashville, the weather was perfect. For no, it was game. a really was fun trip. No, that was could our, have been a lot worse. Yeah. Was, Most of us, really good, having lived in Indiana, have been to Nashville uh-huh. or have you know, and it's a cool experience. We did a lot of like downtown Nashville. We got to go spend, but also we can't drink. We yeah. were under. We were all nineteen, twenty. It's funny because all the seniors that year who were freshmen when they went there, or they when went they went their, their freshman, freshman year. year now are you know over 21 and they're like now we get to do all these all these other things that we weren't able to do as a freshman so yeah it was very we had a good time but yeah. it just would have been cooler to go somewhere else. i think out of our four years that's our if we're gonna go to a bowl game all four years which who knows we're not but or detroit of the four bowl games that we can go to that was the one that we win yep last year this year was the one where we go to florida this next upcoming year could be the one where we go to New York. Please. And then the fourth one, the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey kept being like, so potentially we could go to the Rose Bowl. Because we could, though. We were. No, we were like, he had this whole, like, he had it laid out. Him and Bobby would, like, sit there and, like, discuss the ways in which we could win and lose to We almost the had Rose a spreadsheet. Bowl. Almost had a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, that but was really There was funny. potential there. Well, I, but, I mean, just for... I remember thinking thinking it through when they still had like two or three games left in the season. How yeah. can they get? How can they win the Big Ten West? Right. Well, they're going to have to beat Illinois, mm-hmm. and then we'll Nebraska has to lose, and then, and then Iowa they, or somebody had to lose. They had to I beat mean, IU just, or something. And, all this, and I just remember sitting there, kind of going, "I'm like, man, that's an awful lot of ifs and buts and whatever." But but then they all fell into place one it, at a time. It did. It like, just kind of fell into place. I'm like, yeah. that's so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, well, it's Purdue. I talked about this on the one I said. Purdue suck and Purdue luck. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of Purdue luck. It had nothing. Most of that, besides winning from like against Illinois, had yeah. nothing to do with us. Well, it just happened. The bucket game. We always win because IU well, sucks. So. <laughs> is, is this IU put up a hell of a fight. Until um, I think that was until their, the one guy got their hurt. quarterback got yeah. hurt. Yeah, but he was playing. He just I mean, fell. He was lights we, out. Were you there? Man. Uh, he no. did. It was okay. weird. It's like so he I didn't get there. hit or anything. He just went down. And, he like yeah. squatted to like grab or whatever, and he fell over. Yeah, and you know you hate to see that happen, but at the same time, it's like well, that, you know that that made it a made the. I'm not saying Purdue was going to lose if he'd have stayed in the game. It just yeah. would have been a lot harder for them. Uh, well, that was our. That was I think. I don't think I've told this story yet, but or before, but I was actually flying back um, from Thanksgiving break because I went I went home to Texas, um, and I was on the bus while the game was going on, and my phone died while I was watching it before halftime. I was like, oh my! Like literally, my mind is racing the entire time because I was like, if we lose this, we can't go to the Big Ten championship. We can't have whatever. And then I get um, we get here and we get to the first stop. I I didn't get off yet, but we get to like the union. And someone had it on their phone, and I was like, what's happening? And they were like, oh, they're like two or three touchdowns ahead. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets back, and he clogs the toilet. No, that and... was that was after Christmas break. <laughs> okay, after Christmas break. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, clogs so but yeah. we're going to close the time, so we'll start closing thoughts. Soon. Well, uh, one other thing was um, after this past season, I, we were, I think we talked about this on the sports episode, but – uh, if we would have stopped Penn State on the last yeah, drive and won, then we would have had a guaranteed Rose Bowl, even if we won or lost. Uh, and there was a couple of calls there that were pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're. Whoa. They're haters. <laughs> Just like us. 
I'm you know I'm not going to say anything you too can. terrible it's rash. Okay. I'm just going to say that um, if they paid those officials <laughs> for that we, game, they paid them. I don't care what they paid them; they were paid too much. <laughs> we think about that all the time. Yeah. All right, how much are you getting paid? I mean, sometimes the calls go for you, and I get it. But yeah. man, oh man, they just between that and then I watched the Syracuse game. Oh, that was ah, those officials. Whoa, <laughs> man! I think I was at a volleyball man. game for that one. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, the whole sequence at the end when Purdue scored, there was like a minute left on the clock or right. something. What's the tight end's name? Because he he was celebrating a little bit and he said something to one of the other. One of the Syracuse players, they flagged him from Sportsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then they're all heading back, and for, all of a sudden another flag comes out. Nobody can figure That was a mystery flag there. <laughs> and then they flagged the sideline for unsportsmanlike conduct. And it's like, so now they're kicking off from like the five-yard line. <laughs> it was it was insane. Yeah. And, and maybe it was the 50. All, all I know is Syracuse set up at, at – at the you know at the fifty yard line, and uh, yeah, they were able to score. Of course, they scored because Purdue got rung up for a pass interference. I think the play before, and then the next play because they got a do over, mm-hmm. and he of course he caught it. And yeah, but there were some other questionable things that happened in that game, and I'm like, man, oh man. Moral of the story is it is very hard to be a Purdue fan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right. nobody expects them to win. Right. I think that's not, And then yeah. when they do and then they start being good, then it's all the more frustrating when <laughs> they yeah. aren't good again. <laughs> basketball, precisely. Oh, yeah. Right. Basketball all Anyways, the time. Uh, any clo- closing thoughts? This is the last episode, so. No, nah, it's been fun, you know, listening to you guys. We've... Um, We've had We've a blast. Had a lot of fun, yeah. We've had so much fun talking to our friends for the episodes and like, well, and like the way we get to like collaborate and stuff. We I had a joke that like for like the um, leadership in the band, I was joking that Karen and me would be a funny pair. And everyone was like, <laughs> "No, you guys don't get anything done." And we're like, "No, because we actually work really, really." You and I would be bad. Corey and I would be very bad together. Oh yeah, I mean, um, Karen and I actually are very uh, on task most of the time right. when we're here. But uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun. Just the whole process, like recording, editing, making even like the Instagram posts or, you know, figuring out who we're going to talk to, scheduling the episodes. It's been a lot of fun for this first season. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening and joining in. And thank you for coming and being our, the guest we were leading up to. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, (laughs) you know, if you ever want to meet or talk to anybody more cynical than me, I've got lots (laughs) of friends. I find that hard to please. One who is a Purdue alumni that just lives right down the road. You know him. I'm sure he's got a lot. Ed of Oh, never mind. I do know him. <laughs> I was he never smiles. Ed is. I don't. But Ed's never smiled. Maybe maybe twice in maybe his it's entire life. Of, <laughs> maybe it's because of that Purdue experience that everyone's talking about. No, I mean he was like that before you went to Purdue. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening for this first season. We'll. We'll upload, like, compilation, best yeah, moments. Yeah, keep an eye on our stuff over the summer because while we won't be probably posting, it won't be weekly, but there'll be stuff popping up and stuff to keep you guys entertained while we take our uh, summer hiatus. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for us here. Thank you guys again for listening. And we'll uh, catch see you guys next time. Thanks, Thanks for time. having me.